Good morning, night, or afternoon. Welcome to another episode of Review with No Jews. Um, <laughs> um, I am joined again by the wonderful Veronica and the beautiful, stunning Anna. Welcome back. Um, and we're here for the second episode of All Stars 4, G, or 5, 5, 5. I can't get the number right. We gotta choose All Stars 4. Sorry, we you're right. I liked All Stars 4. All Stars 4 was so good. That's... <laughs> finally, finally, I'll be a part of the 1%. I'm about ready. Um, so, previously on All-Stars 5, Derek went home. How do y'all feel about that? (laughs) I I have enjoyed all of the stuff that has happened since she's gone home. You were just talking about the whatcha packing that's just a roastessin of India. Um, the Derek music video that came out. I think... I think she she won't be back on the show again, and that's for sure. But she's definitely made it a great time coming off the show. I I can't wait to see her on a RuPaul Live in Las Vegas, currently opening now. She couldn't even have that because COVID said no more. <laughs> um, let's be real. Um, nobody is going to pick her anyway. Uh, especially if she comes out in that ill-fitting suit. <laughs> what do you mean? People are going to think she's Willem and want her to get that re- <laughs> that win. <laughs> Disqualified queen for the win. And we're not talking about redacted. Um, so... <laughs> we come back immediately into the workroom for Untucked Part 5. Where, like, on All-Stars they would always come back into the workroom, have a conversation, and then go home. But we also have Untucked where they do it for an hour and a half. And it's just... What more do you got to say? You're repeating a lot of what you've already said. Um, I completely agree with that. It's very excessive. And I don't know if they're trying to do, like, last week on Drag Race without doing that. The last week on Drag Race this week was a full minute long. Because they had to explain the arbitrary lip sync rules for the third time that, like, I expect a graphic in the corner to come up of, like... Do you remember the lip-sync extravaganza where they had people moving from left to right? And it was a whole PowerPoint? Ugh. Well, gays can't read, so it's the only way they can actually understand what's happening. Whoever the animators on Drag Tots were, go ahead and employ them for this, because we know they're not busy right now. (laughs) Um... So, immediately walks into the workroom, and Mayhem sits down with her drink and goes, 
Y'all love me. Y'all love to have me back. You saved me. Thank you all so much. And everyone's looking around at the room and Juju's drinking out of her... Like, we... Y'all is a very strong term. Let's go back to that. And Blair being the little... um, She's trying to be the sweetheart, but we all know she's stirring the pot every chance she gets. Um, So she goes, Did anyone not vote for Mayhem? (laughs) And it goes dead silent. And Juju goes, I'll be honest with you, I didn't. (laughs) And it's such like... I feel with, like with All-Stars, at this point, these queens know what they're doing. They've been working for a long time with other queens. They know how to deal with queens. So in order to drum, like, strum up drama, you need to get it to be extra, like, oh my god, I can't believe she said that. Extra dramatic and extra, like, it's so fake at this point that, like, the conversation did not need to happen. But it was about a 15-minute conversation between Mayhem and Juju where... Just mayhem was like, so you hate me and you want me to die. And Juju's like, no, you weren't funny and I didn't enjoy it. So you think I'm trash and I don't deserve to be here. I got it, Juju. Go. I got it. And (laughs) my favorite is Juju's just sitting there and she goes, I'm sorry that you feel like. No, hold on. Let me give you a real apology real quick. I'm sorry that I hurt you. And that was so good. I think that ended anything. Mayhem is my sister. No matter what, I'm not sending her home. So when Puss comes to sub and they're top three, are you not going to send her home because she's your friend? Because I don't agree with that. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> if you think I deserve to go home, send me home. And she stayed till the end. <laughs> um, so... That was really weird. I just... It seems... These things are so forced now. And I feel like that happens a lot throughout this episode. That these issues are being forced. And you're like, this is not entertaining. Like, I'm sure normal people find it entertaining and can see that, like... Don't see the plot and the storyline that is coming. Like, as you said, you listen to Race Chaser. So you see... You know about the production and the plot and the story editing that goes behind the scenes. Oh, absolutely, and it's written on the wall. <laughs> Literally, it is so apparent. Yeah. If you've ever watched Drag Race before, you know exactly who they are going to showcase that they're going to do poorly. You know the person that they're going to showcase the, the underdog. You know every single one of their edits. Exactly, and it's very clear in the first episode that India won because Derek and her have a feud. I don't think India deserved to win, per se, and we talked about this, but it made good for good TV. Um, yeah, Derek got the spotlight for a good uh, 90 minutes. Oh, yeah. 
Ninety including what you pack in, um, and her haters roast. Yeah. <laughs> I rewatched that last thing. Me too. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. Um. So we had that fake little kerfuffle. Then we get the drag race theme song and immediately we get more drama when they walk into the workroom and out of completely out of pocket cracker just goes on giant i don't think that you should have been in the top and safe yesterday i think you should have been in the bottom yeah <laughs> it was yeah. like okay I- I agree. And Angina said and Angina said when she came back, I don't deserve like I wasn't doing my best. That was terrible. I got in my head and that wasn't good. I know I can be better, but that was nowhere near where my skill level is at. And Cracker is saying the exact same thing where she's saying what you're doing is getting in your own head like Cracker did in her season. Um and you're screwing yourself up and you're not you're not being the best that you can be. Exactly. And then yep. Angina goes, well, she wanted to write my name on one of them with some whiteout. Which, first off, I love that idea of whiting out someone's name and putting it in. Um, so, I like the, oh, so I feel like um, there might be something uh, where their bags have been getting trapped. And no whiteout or white nail polish is allowed in WoW Studios anymore. We'll find out next week on the um, sweet challenge if they even are allowed white paint. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say that WoW definitely has like them locked up all the whiteout in the offices. You have to pay a fee to borrow a little ounce of whiteout. And it's, it's like drug dealing at WoW. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, and my favorite part about this is a little, like, more of the production side. Is that when they're talking about all of this and Cracker saying that she thinks that Angina should have been in the bottom. Angina makes a line of, like, so you think that when we were in that bathroom, you should have put my name on a lipstick. Implying that they cast their votes in the WoW Presents bathroom. And I think that's the most amazing thing. Yes. They told they say in the show that they make us do it in the little bathroom. So it might have been a bathroom on a previous season that they redid as a little like confessional, but it was a bathroom. I love and I love that. Um <laughs> I love that. They're all. So, I'm choosing Angina and some extra toilet paper. Um, <laughs> right? So, we get that god awful workroom entrance that is just. It's terrible. I hate it. RuPaul is lips. Or she's talking in her head about how she's in love with someone, and it's the most blatant 
video message we've ever had of what the challenge is going to be because she straight up says at the end, I'm going to write him a song. And I would have loved if Blair would have been like, oh my God, I wonder what the challenge is or something like that. They're talking about love and they're talking about writing a song and normally the mini challenge has something to do with it, but RuPaul walks in and goes, India, you won last week's challenge. Choose who you think will beat you in this competition. (laughs) And it's just, it was very weird. And I honestly thought that yes, they, the, well, so... India chooses Say and Blair, which I thought was strategic because I thought she knew that they were going to become team captains. Um, maybe. I, I was I was not surprised when she picked Shay. When she picked Blair, yes. I was like, okay. Well, and. I mean, now, do you think that she picked Blair because she heard that it was a song channel? That's a good idea. That's a good point. I mean, that might make more sense as to why she chose Say and Blair, because she might have known that they would either put them in a team together. Um, Because she did say she was surprised that they put them in a team apart from them. That's true. So why didn't she think about, like, that when choosing if she knew about the thing? I mean, she could honestly just be picking in both factors of both talent and singing. Okay. That's, I mean, fair enough. Maybe she's actually playing the game as intended and not trying to rig the system. Never thought about it like that. Uh, <laughs> so she chooses Say and Blair... And they all become team captains. So it's Team Say, Team India, Team Blair. And Team Say is Angina and Mariah, who Angina is tacked on to them as the like last kid for dodgeball. Um, team India is Alexis and Juju, which, like, uh, team and Team Blair is Cracker and Mayhem Miller. These teams aren't outlandish at all. Like, they... The Team Blair is Team Season 10. Team India is Team My Friends. And Team Say is The Leftovers. (laughs) I mean... How did that that backfired? Um, yeah. <laughs> that. Oh, we'll get into that. Yeah. We'll get into that later. Never mind. So, it like the team choices weren't crazy to me. 
I don't know. Um, you can tell. You can tell. Yeah. I always like a gag where they put a Saren and a Fifi together and you're like, whoa, this could be great or terrible. But this one you're like, all right, we're going to actually have to judge based off of talent and how well they do in the competition because they are all well-rounded. Um, another deer? So we go through all of them picking their significant others that they're going to sing to. And it's very confusing because some people are choosing their actual celebrity crushes and other people are choosing joke celebrity crushes. Yeah, that was confusing because <laughs> they said choose your celebrity crush and she goes, well, I'm going to choose RJ. And like they looked at her like, okay, that might be your crush, but we don't know why you've chosen like who is India's crush. She's like, oh, okay, I see it. I see it. That makes sense. It's like, why is that something that you had to be stumble upon? What? Please elaborate on that. She she can be good, but it's also like basic and confusing. (laughs) White bread confuses you? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. (laughs) I love that. Okay, what what's inside of the bread confuses you? So, we go through the whole team's telling India, please, for the love of God, don't write about your significant other. Write about an actual celebrity. Says and her team, they're fine. Um, and then the season 10 team, Blair chooses the most crazy person. And then the whole team's like, oh, I want to go crazy too. So they choose... Hannibal Lecter, Mr. Robin, and Sylvester Stallone. Ugh, Sir, Sylvester Stallone. You mean, you mean Mr. Rogers? What did I say? Mr. Robin. Yes, that. They're Red Robin Byrne. Roberto. Uh, hashtag the real name for bat is Bathew. Um, thank you for coming to me. <laughs> so who who would who would you choose for your song? Like, 
Nice. Nice. You could put could put a joke in there about a one D. There, there's a lot you can do with that. Love it, Anna. Never getting on. Well, we'll never allow that. Too bad they're gonna have. <laughs> oh God. Um. But no. In all in all seriousness, I absolutely loved that Blair did Hannibal Lecter. I agree. I love that Alexis hears her say she wants to do Hannibal Lecter and her first line is like, she likes to eat people and she's so skinny. <laughs> it's like, no, she's not eating people. Alexis. Oh my goodness. Um, I would do Tom Holland and I would have so many jokes in there about web slinging and just, just all of that. <laughs> I would oh that I was thinking about that and it took me about two seconds because Tom Holland is one of the most amazing men and oh anyways next <laughs> I better stop uh, so throughout this episode we get a real fun little thing that um has sparked a lot of controversy which is the cracker villain edit um it is very forced. It is very confusing. And I just, it's it sparked a lot of controversy because villain edits are not a surprising thing on this show. Being a villain on Drag Race does not mean you are a villain in real life. Which I think is very clear with Naomi, um, Crack, ooh, excuse me, Cracker, Roxy, um... Britta. Um, but people are now going over to and saying that like, oh, thank God. Or this is terrible what they're doing to Cracker. How dare they? We all know she's America's sweetheart. Meanwhile, we send death threats to Queens of Color who are given the villain edit. Um, I personally go ahead and buy all of their merch possible with their villain edit on it because it is some of my favorite stuff. My favorite ever cert is the Life's Not Fair cert from, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. So it's just like, I'm not upset that they're giving her the villain edit. It just seems so forced and weird. And like, 
it's a villain edit, but also I think they're trying to make it like a story arc because they're giving her this whole she can't make friends because she's always stuck in her head and maybe throughout the season she's going to end up winning because she turns the hearts of her competitors and ends up making a ton new friends. Oh, yeah. And it seems to me that Cracker is doing the very drag thing, which is rather than completely having the most depression and hating yourself and self-loathing, you're going to make jokes at everyone else's expense and your expense so that you can't think about anything serious. Yeah. Which... She came into this season saying the thing that took me down last time was me, so I'm going to get rid of that. How was her way of knowing how to do that? Make fun of herself and get all and like I don't think she's done anything terrible. The wanting to write other people's lyrics. Write my lyrics I can't read. So please go ahead and be my Shakespeare. Um Okay. Um so it's just really confusing to me. Yeah, I. It's just one of those things that I'm sitting here and the edit is so obnoxious. It's yeah. It's, just, it's obnoxious because we have many have just slamming it down our throats, saying. I don't like Cracker in groups. I don't like working with Cracker. Blah, 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 blah. Bitch, you were still bad, in my opinion. You still weren't that good. Cracker, and I mean, Mayhem's been very cocky for not producing too much. I love her out of Drag Race, and I think she's one of the most talented LA queens, but in Drag Race, she has not done anything that extraordinary. Correct. I agree fully. She did... She, the only impressive thing that she really did on Drag Race so far was that club dress. Yeah. That's, that's the first thing I think of when I think of her. Unfortunately. And, and I hated that dress. I loved the sponge dress. I'm a 100% sponge queen. So that's not that much for me. Um, I'm going to go listen to the song one more time because that thing is a bop and then we will be right back. Dab, 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 dab. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that short little break. (laughs) Um, so where were we? We were at the, so the runway had just started. We have our guest judges, Madison Beer and Tessa Thompson, who... Madison Beer, I am personally in love with. (laughs) She is my celebrity crush. I think she is gorgeous. Um, I got nothing to say about that. That's it. That's it. And period. She definitely has a personality, and a couple of her songs are good. Um, And then... 
I did hear about that. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. But Tessa Thompson, I had the same reaction where I was like, she sounds familiar. Who do I know her? She's in all the Avengers movies. She's Valkyrie. Yeah, I knew that. I didn't. Oh, well, I knew her from Men in Black, and then it took a second to, like, pull back from it. Um, I want to talk real quick about Rue's dress. Um, I did not like it one bit. I thought it was, the pattern was interesting. Quote me if I'm wrong, and I said this to Anna, but didn't she wear the red dress that was underneath that before? It looked like the finale for, um, All Stars 3 look, but worse. Where it was like the two different, a flannel and then a solid. Okay, so we're forgetting about that robot face paint that she was never actually there for filming. <laughs> yes, the one that is now put on the wall of the drag race room because that was a choice. Uh, it's. I think it's in the like right hand, right next to the entrance. It's in there. Um. But, okay, they do their thing. Tessa Thompson the whole time looks like she'd rather be anywhere else. Like, the entire deliberation, she's just looking at, like, she's twiddling her fingers, playing with a pen. And that's the real gaggy part is that that's Madison. Madison is the straight girl from a bachelor party. And Tessa is the actual bisexual, like, queer icon. So why are we switching roles? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to find that. <laughs> I promise you. Hold on. I promise you it's there. Um. Um. No. I I don't remember a single comment that she made. I don't remember a single critique. I don't remember anything that they said. Maybe it was just like a fever dream. Maybe this episode didn't actually happen. Promise? <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we go to the song. And they reused the set from the RuPaul's Drag Race live performance for the finale um which was interesting go ahead the budget isn't as a uh, budget isn't as big as we thought it was well it's because they had to give out that extra two thousand dollars to each of the queens in the season 12 exactly Well, we 
took the budget away from uh, RuPaul's dress, as we can clearly see, and the set design. <laughs> I I would live for that. I would live for a whole season of Etsy RuPaul dresses. That girl doesn't even know what Fashion Nova or Scene is. She doesn't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. You know what? You might not be wrong. Okay, so Zaldi Gucho has done it for a while. The, apparently, he's. I just looked it up and he's been styling her for 25 years. <laughs> He made the. <laughs> we actually have special guest, the grandma who makes RuPaul's outfits. Can I get a hello? <laughs> you gotta press the mute button. Come on. Um. It was. I'm. I'm expecting more. Um, this is early season. Um, you really can't. <laughs> well, it's really like, I don't think I've ever looked at a RuPaul. I've seen like three RuPaul outfits that I've been like, oh, that's, that's it. The other ones are just like, I mean, sir, I'd love to sit in that too. That's fine. <laughs> Exactly. Like, 
I would like to put on screen my favorite RuPaul outfit. Um. Huh? No, there wasn't. Oh, I love it. Um, I, oh, I think we've had enough to say about her. I don't, I don't want to give her any more airtime. No. <laughs> um. <laughs> so we went in. The song starts, and it starts with Alexis, who sings about Daddy Yankee, who. I I thought it was hilarious, but I thought Michelle was going to come for her throat because she pretended to fart, and we know Michelle's above that. Rockham is quaking. Fast forward to Rockham last season and Michelle giving them horrible, horrible reactions. I don't... They needed that storyline with Aiden and Britta to be pushed, so Rockham had to go home, um, which sucks. Um, Next up, we had Blair St. Clair as Hannibal Lecter. No, we didn't. That's not the order. <laughs> Next was Juju B, who did the John Stamos one, who her lines were some of the funniest ones. Yeah, yeah, they were. Um, yes, fill my house. Blouse house, come on. Um, so it was, India did the Justin Timberlake that sounded terrible, the lines weren't great, I wasn't a fan. When she said that, I feel very attacked part, and she like whispered screams, I was so uncomfortable by that. I feel very uncomfortable. Well, and Michelle... I love this. Michelle, and Michelle even went, like, because India described it later, and she goes, it's like the, I was feeling my Laganja moment, I feel very attacked, and Michelle cocks her head to the side, like, that's what you were trying to do? Are you sir? What does it have to do with Justin Timberlake? I don't know. I don't know that man. If I saw that man walking down the street, I would not know who he was. I'm sorry to that man. Um... Oh my god. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> You're sounding like um the 
Oh, God, I can't think of... It's that old man who pulls the carpet in, throws it on the floor. Thank you. <laughs> Not sponsored. Um... <laughs> Who who was it was was Blair? You know what? I don't even care who was next. Blair was crack. Cracker was funny. I don't like like. I thought it was fine. I don't know enough about the people that they've chosen to like think that they're funny or like oh that was a cute little reference. I like. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Her voice note is perfect yeah. the challenge. It wasn't funny, but it was witty, and I kind of like that more than the queens trying to be funny. It was very cracker. It was, it perfectly encompassed her personality, which is what she'd been trying to do. next may mayhem's was funny um she looked great i like there's a lot of these there's nothing special about it um it was just it was just good and like it wasn't amazing it wasn't terrible it was just like nino west meh and i don't know That's... I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to talk about Blair's outfit real quick. It, it confused me. Um, I did not like the, like, what was it? The straps around her in the weirdly placed pasties and her skin color was different than her face and her arms it just looked wrong and then the like the wig count like con it was it was all the wrong shades Yeah. That's really. I love, I love the skirt and the hair. That's. That's my favorite part. Yes, I. So, I loved all of the aspects of it. I loved literally every single bit of it. I loved it, the silhouette that it gave because it, she's she's little. Blair is very little, so it, I don't expect to see her coming in a casting because it's not going to give the same illusion. Mm-hmm. She had the big hips with the little like peplum thingy, but definitely the harness part of it was way too loose. Yep. 
Oh, no, I buy. Oh my gosh, Michelle had this like, wow. Awesome. I know, like Blair's your daughter at the ballet. Who she did, she did a good job. You did great, sweetie. But like, she's like the JoJo of the Avenue You need to stop, cause that was too good. She in all ways, on all levels except physical. I am JoJo Siwa. <laughs> Um, Have you have you been listening to Race Chaser and they've been talking about how Blair has gotten the short end of the production stick? Yeah, no, I haven't. I'm not up to date yet. So she's been told that uh, it's been told that they didn't have the background tracks for the first one of her songs, and that it's clearly been seen for this one that they've edited it differently than everyone else, which yeah. is real shady because. I would say out of the group, the one who's known for being a singer is her. And they keep they keep janning her where they're giving her these singing challenges and taking them away and making her sound bad. tell me that they can give Angina a voice when she came into that recording booth only making squeaks and they can't tell Blair how to get her voice right. Like that that seems a little off to me. Um, Okay, so then we got Angina, Henry Cavill, who they said was basic. What do you mean? I had to look up Henry Cavill. That's not normal. Grandma, I told you to stop getting in this suit. <laughs> um, I found the the fly with the come fly with me part. I thought that was funny. trying to do such like critique these girls nicely and you're over here Jojo CY and Rebecca Black and about Oh. 
Can you make a mix of make a mix of JoJo and Rebecca? <laughs> um, who is next? We have Mariah Paris Balenciaga the third, Cartwright Momoa Jason. Um, <laughs> it was funny. She didn't know who Jason Momoa was. That was even funnier. Yeah. She she did the same Superman line for Aquaman. Jason Momoa is great. <laughs> He's available in Fortnite now. So. Yeah, Jason Momoa just became available in Fortnite as of last night. So, I I guess uh, Mariah is going to be playing Fortnite now. Um, She'll be the one person that's still playing it. I play... <laughs> I was playing it last night. I was playing it last night, and I was talking to all these kids. So it was me and my three other friends, and we were talking to all these kids. And I got five kills in a row, and then revived him. I went, bet you didn't think a faggot could do that, did you? And he just jumped up and down and said no. (laughs) I'm out here teaching the youths. Um, what's next? Next, the finale, the wonderful, the gorgeous, Miss Sekule. Perfection. No. Her look. I, it was so good. Her look, her look reminded me of Manila's pop star look, which was the only thing they liked from her All Stars pop star. Do you remember? What did she wear? She wore that geometric bodysuit with the two pigtails. Yeah, I didn't get that. I, but that's also because I thought that that was a horrible look on Manila. <laughs> so, well, she gave it to Shay. What was that? Well, she gave it to Shay. Yeah, that's what she wore. That's a joke. (laughs) No, I... Because this was just absolute perfection. I agree. I tried to forget about Manila's whole hot song experience because, in my opinion, that was her downfall. Fair enough. Um, so overall, it was a song. Um... I don't. No. I think I'll watch the video again. It was cute, but it wasn't like the best that they've done. Never. Nothing will ever compare. No. Um. So. That was wow. Please don't talk about Sasha on this podcast. This is Shay's moment. Um I don't need <laughs> I don't need those rose petals. Um what was it? So the runway. We have the first runway of All Stars. We have the Love the Skin You're In. 
Um, so first up, we had India Farah, and she had the whole every skin color on her. It was, it was very like I liked the concept, but it was very boring to me. like like it was too little to me if you're gonna do like love the skin you're in make it bigger make it bolder it was just like little lines that she had on it and i would have loved more She's known for having too much stuff, and I would have never thought that she wouldn't have no- nothing on. Yeah, it, I mean, once again, love the concept. I just think if you were going to use that concept, it should have been a lot more big, bold. Here we are. Agreed. Um, next up, we have Jujubee, who, it was beautiful. I was just thinking about this the other day. Yeah. yeah it, reminded, it reminded me of that, but like it, it was pink. Yeah. It was it was nice. Once again, I don't think it was like amazing. No. I think that's definitely one of the reasons why she wasn't in the top, though. Yeah. Um. Next, Alexis Mateo. Me neither. I have, every single time that she comes out on the runway, I get more and more confused as to why they read her for her weight. Because I did, that woman was a skinny legend when she walked out on that stage. I, I don't understand. Yeah. The only way to do it. 
Um, <laughs> um, next up we have Blair, who I loved it. I did. I thought it was beautiful, stunning. I'm upset that she brought it out today because they were right. It didn't make sense for the love the skin you're in. Like I understand that she thinks she's boring and that it'd be boring for her to do a normal white outfit, but. You're not pink. What does that mean? If she would have had if she would have had intestines on it, I would have been down for like. But it just. Yes. Right, but it just it didn't like the the drag race challenges. They're never supposed to make you think like, "Ooh, how can I run with love the skin you're in?" You need to do the basic challenge and run with it, like take it to whatever it is. I don't think that that was it. I don't think that it was love the skin you're in, because even when she she describes it and she's like, "I know this isn't my skin." Then you're wrong. Then you did it wrong. <laughs> I, I think because when, when I saw the overall like group of girls, she stood up. She's the one yeah. stood up. Which I mean, obviously she was bright pink and everyone was like neutral nude. But I think, especially for all sorts, the concept is you're supposed to take the runway theme and make it who you are now that you've been on Drag Race and you know who you are. People know who you are and what they expect from you. I think stepping outside the box really made everyone think, be like, ooh, Blair can be smart. And maybe she, like, I can't imagine being on this stage and thinking that I'm going to win after hearing Say's verse. So maybe she just wanted to sew... I'm here and I can be something. I don't know. Yeah. It was good. I did like it. But I understand why she wasn't the top. Um, Next up, Cracker, who I loved this. I thought it was stunning. I got the, the, the Russian princess vibe that she was going for. However, it, the way her legs and skin tone are with that dress it just seemed like all boring and like the only thing that stood out was the shape of the dress and that she wasn't blonde yeah that i and i think that's what it is for me with the not blonde part it was such a shock to the system to see cracker and something else that it was it was she she looked like the villain of a Disney movie, and I'm kind of... I think it's hilarious that the episode she's painted as a villain, she looks like a villain. Yeah. 
Yeah. It was like, oh, there's, there's some hair. I feel that. Um, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, next up, we have Mayhem, who is coming straight from the Met Gala. So, okay, this is the one I was disappointed. Really? Yeah. And the gems that were supposed to make her look wet were too blue. And so it looked like she had a bunch of just blue beading on a brown dress. If it was more clear, it would have looked like, you know, water dripping down. I didn't like the choker she had on because that clashed with the blue, because it was like a silver gem necklace with the blue on the dress. And then I did not like the heel she had because it was like an off maroon, like brown. And some of the pictures, it looks like she's in a flat. I'm not going to lie. So my issues with it are the same that Veronica just said. I hated the length of it. I wish that if she chopped that at like where the middle slit would go right up to the coochie, I think that it would have been brilliant. I also, I'm, I'm not a fan of Mayhem's wigs so far. Okay. The wigs, I can't get past them. This one, I think that it was way too far back on her head. And, which I understand, because then she wanted to show the baby hair that she had laid but like in the way that it's set that is on the crown of her head no yeah no fair enough I mean It's, it's, I liked it. I understand. It wasn't the best. I don't think it was the worst, though. I think India's was the worst by far. Um, next up, we have the beautiful, the stunning, just, God, Shea Coulee. Not often do you watch this show and get genuinely gagged by something, but like, this is what I'm talking about. It was so simple. Yet it was so beautifully done, and it was like, love your skin. It was her skin, but that thing was rhinestone to hell. It had so many details. It was beautiful. It was Wakanda forever. Like, she looked like a soldier from Wakanda. I really enjoyed that she did the aspects of African culture along with it. it having that neck piece, having the makeup the way that it was, it was, it was breathtaking yeah. watching her walk. Yeah. And we 
Yeah. 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 I agree. It was in the photo shoot she did with her family. The that was so good. It's just It's literally drag excellence. It's taking everything about drag and putting it to another form. Um then on Gina, I thought this thing was very pretty. I it didn't exactly work with her because she's so small but it was beautiful and stunning and it just looked magical to me like it looked like something out of a medieval times book I'm going to preference this with I don't know anything about yeah. Yeah, it was. I liked it. I, I thought it was very pretty. I enjoyed it. It just to me personally, it wasn't. It it was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was her week to go, um, and it was written on the wall, um, finally, yeah, (laughs) um, we have the final person, uh, Mariah Paris Balenciaga, when I tell you she did not deserve to be in the bottom, for this look alone, she, like, they were all deliberating in the back on, like, who do you think's going home, like, you were on her team. Who knows? She might send you home because... No. Mariah knew damn well she was not going home because she didn't deserve to go home. That look was everything. Her outfit, her... Like, the way she had those rhinestone boobs, that was just... Oh, transcend him. I No, everyone voted for Angina. Everyone.
blown out with nothing in that inner corner area. And it just, that Veronica had played a really great way, and it made her face wider, but not in a bad way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was stunning. It was just stunning. Um, so we have the top, who is Shea Coulee, clearly. The bottom three are India, Angina, and Mariah, who are two of which were on Shea's team. Then, I was per so walked into the workroom. Angina sits down. They're all talking about the deliberation, and she goes, "I'd like to say something real quick. I don't. I don't think I deserve to be here anymore. I didn't achieve the level of excellence that I know I can. Looking at the critiques and looking at everything else, there is no way that you can tell me someone else deserves to go home who's not me. And." I immediately texted y'all after I was bawling the whole time because like I remember watching Angina. So I remember the first ever Drag Race episode I watched was like I have this very vague memory of coming downstairs and this thing being on and I thought it was Project Runway. But it was Drag Race and I, cause I remember sitting on my couch watching Angina's life commercial for Mac Mm -hmm. um and like that elicits such a feeling in me that it's just like this motherly quality that I love on Gina and she's just she's iconic she's legendary and to see someone who I look up to so highly just say I'm not worthy and I don't deserve to be here that hurts that felt like a sucker punch and it's just how can someone think that when I, I like, I de- like, they're an icon in my eyes, but you think that you're not worth it? I, I think it's very difficult in her position because when she joined Drag Race, Drag was not mainstream. Yeah. I agree, but nothing she's done on the show, I have been like, oh, you need to go home. Like, you don't deserve to be here. And even Cracker was like, you've had a couple missteps, but there's still time. There have been queens who have done worse and gone on to win. Like, Cracker did a full 180, which was really nice. Um, And like... Everyone is crying in the workroom because this, like, you can see just defeat wash over her. And my favorite is everyone's crying. 
Like every Blair is just her whole tears are coming out, and Alexis just goes, "God, I wish I had sex right now," out of nowhere, just completely out of pocket, and it was probably it was the best editing that this show has done. Um, so before we go to the final lip sync, I want to share something. So I was really bored last night and I couldn't sleep. So I was like, I remember Veronica saying that she wrote lyrics to, um, I'm that, or I'm the bit, I'm that bitch, right? Yeah. So I decided to write some stuff that I would have in my lyrics for I'm in love. Um, but I changed my person and I hope that that's okay. I changed it to RuPaul. So I'm in love with RuPaul. Keep in mind, I have not, I am not a professional singer, nor do I claim to be. So I'm going to just read this out for y'all. I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm in love with RuPaul. I see you sissy, sissy up and down that walk. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, Lord, I want to feel your frock. Um, <laughs> got me fracking up with every single line, like the one about I'll have no trans or guys. <laughs> Supporting creams from all around the world, except for gr- except for poor or except for Pearl, that poor girl. <laughs> I really hope to be on your show. But just like Willem, producer said no ho. <laughs> um, thank you, World of Wonder. Y'all can contact me at any time. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> hey, I have a little TikTok sound that's just the backing for I'm in love, so I'll send that your way. Please. I'll do it better. Um, I really, it really just started with, um, I was in the sour and I said, um, I'm fracking up to all your jokes. And I was like, oh, that's just too funny. We can go with that. Um, so thank you. Now on to the lip sync. (laughs) So Shay is lip syncing against our mystery assassin who I clearly saw it was Alyssa. I, she's used that look about 15 times. Um... I don't know. I I was gagged that RuPaul let Alyssa lose. Um, I really thought that that was a trigger point for RuPaul. See, Shay took all Alyssa's power because Shay went to the back wall and did a little leg thing. And she took that little... She knew what she was doing. Because that is her move. See, that is her move. And you see that the second the song starts... Say books it for the back. And she gets up there like three seconds before Alyssa. And it was hilarious. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Straight up with Pointer Sisters. 
The little heel click like push to the air thing she did when she was walking down the runway from that moment like Alyssa's an amazing dancer when there is something to dance to you really got a vibe to this song and like Alyssa can't do that so it was a beautiful win um Sekule won $20,000 um a cruise a cruise or not a cruise, a two-night a vacation stay for two. She's really living her best life right now. Yeah, she is. Um, sadly, though, Angina does go home. Um, it was really heartbreaking. And then she says her line from the Mac commercial as her exit line. Um... It, I'm I'm sad to see her go, but like, I think now that she's back in pop culture's mind, we're gonna see a lot more of her. Um, she'll get a wow show. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because it doesn't matter how many times you've been on, um, you're back on. Yeah. Extravaganza, <laughs> a lip sync extra- extravaganza, but with the the wall <laughs> with the wall coming up and it being the eliminated queens, so they don't get to choose. So it's like Derek against India, Cracker against Angina. We've already got the villains fighting their alter egos. Yeah. I mean, you're not incorrect. I'm sure of it. Um, next week, they're building houses. So thank you for Habitat for Humanity for sponsoring um, Drag Race now. I don't know what that has to do with being a drag queen, but you know what? We need to find some type of new skits. Um Thank you guys. Do y'all have anything else to say about the episode? Any final thoughts? No. <laughs> no. Win. Yeah. That's all really that's all you need to know about the episode. If we were to break it down into like a couple of sentences, it would be um Shay Slade, Shay won, Shay will always win. <laughs> 
Facts. Um, where can... I love her. God, I love her. I need her back on my TV. Um, where can people find you guys? Do you have anything coming up? With our Brock um, allies. With all the Brock allies. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to Everyone can perform Queens Part 1 and some more on June 20th at 7. And all the information can be found on our Instagram. Yep. And what are your Instagrams? At Veronica Goyle. At Anna Cruces. Um, you don't need to find me. Uh... <laughs> Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week for another episode. And I'm sorry if you heard any of this. It was just supposed to be background noise.